0: Hooch is a bad dog. Then he's a good boy. Then he dies. This is <laughs> <laughs> This, this oh, uh- Dead boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hello everybody. This is Brett. Uh, we are reviewing the crap. What year is it? Nineteen eighty-nine. Nineteen eighty-nine. Classic. Turner and Hooch. Well, it wasn't a classic. The critics didn't like it, but it was a box office uh, hit. So, you know, what do the critics know? Um, So this is uh, Brett. Like I said, I'm recording out of uh, Fort Wayne, Indiana, and I'm your host tonight. Let's see. um, Let's go around. Let's go from east to west, And let's tell me your favorite movie that has... A dog as one of the top five or ten main characters. Let's go. Who's the Eastest?
1: Mikey.
2: Yeah, I'll go first. My name is Mikey. I'm recording from Goshen, Indiana. Uh. I can
0: only think of one Air Bud. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so maybe I need to come up with a new question. Um. What is your favorite Craig T. Nelson movie?
2: Hmm. Oh, well uh poltergeist is really good oh yeah i like his tv shows more i like uh parenthood parenthood is a really good tv show if you've never seen it
0: i've seen parts of it yeah
2: yeah
1: he's really good in that
0: all right cool so that would leave josh still probably because he's on the outskirts of goshen
1: (laughs) this is josh from the outskirts of goshen um the metropolis that is goshen Uh, Favorite Craig T. Nelson? Definitely Coach for me. I watched so much of that when I was a kid. Uh, Good cast. I would love to revisit that TV show someday, but it's still pretty good. Um, First dog movies, though, Brett. uh, 101 Dalmatians, the original original animated. If that counts, it's not live action. Yeah, definitely.
0: No, definitely. I felt, just felt stupid after Mikey said he could only think of one, and I was like, oh, maybe it is just one.
1: Why did you feel stupid that Mikey could only think of one <laughs> dog movie?
0: Well, I, apparently I <laughs> didn't give,
2: ask a very good question, I thought. Well, I was thinking of live dogs, not animated dogs.
0: No, it could be any kind of dogs. I said it could be, you know, main character. I mean, the main, literally the main character of 101 Dalmatians is Pongo and Purdy.
1: Could you choose Snatch, just since they say
0: Digs a lot? Dag. Dig. You could probably say Snatch. That's a pretty good one. So let's go with, uh, thank you for those both those answers. That was awesome. Uh, Stevie?
3: Okay, so Brett, the question was my favorite movie with dogs?
0: Yeah, favorite movie with dogs. And then uh, as a bonus question, uh, favorite Craig T. Nelson TV show movie. Yeah, the dogs, uh, they're like a main character, so it does not have to be live action. Oh,
3: well, I mean, definitely Airbud because that is my favorite courtroom drama scene of all time. <laughs> which is I think how they should do family so it's how they should do family court and dog court is they should literally put yeah. either the parents and the children in the field or the dog Equal the descent. dog and its owners and whoever it <laughs> runs to gets them for life like that's how that type of ownership court should go <clears throat> but um let's see also favorite Craig T. Nelson the family stone that movie is an awesome Christmas classic
0: That uh, Sarah Jessica Parker
3: yeah, that movie is fantastic. Never seen it. Dirty Steve Dermot Moroney, he's the best.
0: <laughs> well, Josh is a fan of that. Uh, let's go with Pappy now. All right, this is Pappy.
4: Recording from Louisville, Colorado. Uh, favorite dog movie? I'm going to go with Comedy Central classic, uh, Best in Show. Oh, I feel like yeah. that was constantly on Comedy Central, and then. Uh, Craig T. Nelson movie, uh, I don't have, I'm not going to pick a favorite, but shout out to, I think he's two, three movie club now, uh, Mikey said Poltergeist, and he's also uh, Mr. Incredible, so check out our episode on Incredibles too.
0: Okay, so you heard Pappy there, he does not like Craig T. Nelson enough to name a favorite, so, um, sorry Craig.
4: I can't pick a favorite, <laughs> I love all of his Devil's work.
0: Advocate. Um, my favorite dog movie with, I guess it'd probably be Turner and Hooch, I guess, but um, and correct T. Nelson, Coach was always really funny, so, and Incredibles was good, so I'll go with that. I could name a few more if, so I could stay on brand of me, but I'll move on. Um, let's get into this super c- complex. It's movies about as complex as Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, so <laughs> just hold on tight. We'll get to it. Uh, the setting is uh, Cypress Beach, California, which is not a real city. Um, I should have asked Corey where he... Anyway, so uh, we're introduced to uh, Scott Turner, who does someone want to kind of describe what Scott Turner is like at the beginning of the movie? How we kind of get introduced to him? Well, I know that he's not
1: getting the big R very much. (laughs) Um, He's pretty anal retentive. I have that written in my notes. Yeah.
3: He's OCD. Yeah, Hmm. what
1: is the very first scene? It's got a pretty classic, uh, shot here of, like, super-duper close-up of Tom Hanks' face going side to side. Side, 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 side,
4: side, side, Young and, Tom Hanks. He's only, yeah. like, 33 at the time. And,
1: and then he, like, sticks uh the clippers up oh, his nose. cleaning in his nose. Yeah. Oh, I hate
0: doing that.
2: Well, Brett, there's a heck of a montage throughout this whole movie. <laughs> this movie is uh one big montage. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you realize that, but... There's a lot of them in this one. It's
0: probably the greatest montage ever.
2: Yeah, I think – well, this opening montage, you just see that he's a neat freak and his house is all packed up. We can't tell right now if he's either leaving or or going – or if he's uh, moving in or if he's moving out from uh, his house the way it looks right now. But he's got everything packed up. He doesn't look like he's settled right now.
0: Yeah, I was going to have – someone could have led into what we find out next. But yeah um- – He's basically uh he's he's bored with the small town life and the small town police work where there's you know, the biggest crime is jaywalking and stuff like that. So he's actually gonna be transferring to Sacramento, the big city. Um and he's gonna be replaced by Carl Winslow, um, who just is just loves to play cops. Uh his name's David Sutton <laughs> in the movie and Reginald Vell Johnson. I mean, the movies he's movies and TV shows he's cops in. Turner and Hooch, Ghostbusters, Die Hard, Die Hard 2.
2: Family Matters.
0: Family Matters.
1: Three Movie Club. Maybe something
0: else too. If you read into this movie
1: pretty closely, this could be like Brad and Gwyneth Paltrow before they move to the big city in Seven. Yep. So Hooch, Hooch kind of prevents them. They even (laughs) talk about dogs in Seven, I think. Like, oh, we got these big dogs out back.
0: Well, <laughs> Turner and Hooch was a huge influence on Seven, obviously. Definitely, <laughs> clearly. I love that uh, old
2: lady's warning when she hands him the the cupcakes or whatever. Is like, "Don't get shot don't in the big city."
4: <laughs> Scott,
0: Scott, Scott. I made some muffins for you to take with you. Oh, you didn't have to do that, Missus Remington. God bless you in that awful city. We're all hoping that you don't get shot.
1: Was that scene exactly like from the room? Do you guys notice that? He's like walking down through the police <laughs> station and like through the city. Oh, hi, doggy. Yeah. My favorite cop. Everyone has like their classic meeting, just like, uh, what's his name in the room. <laughs> oh, hi. You're my favorite customer. I love you. See you later. Hey, doggy. <laughs> I didn't catch that, but I can, I can see it now. That's pretty funny. She hands him the mushroom, the, wait, not mushrooms. She hands him the muffin. Mushrooms? got Lord of the Rings on the mind
0: <laughs> okay so um, he take he's taking Carl Winslow around I'm gonna I guess he's, I'm not gonna talk about him that much but I'll just call him Winslow um, they go down to see Turner's buddy Amos Reed and hooch can uh, Pappy can you describe maybe both of those characters a little bit just give them a little background of what they're like when you first meet them
4: Oh yeah. Amos is a total uh pappy character. <laughs> he uh <laughs> lives in squalor. Curmuging. Yeah. He uh feeds his dog beer out of hubcaps. Uh his dog isn't uh, well cared for, apparently, like we learn about, but he, he I don't know like what his job is. Is he like a fisherman or he just like lives
0: lives on the docks? A dockman. Probably just lives on the docks, but I, I yeah, I don't know. Does he have a lot of trash around? Maybe he, he's a junkyard or has it i don't know
4: Mm -hmm. and well and one of the most terrifying stunts of the movie i think doesn't hooch like grab onto tom hanks's neck oh my god yeah (laughs) yeah.
0: (laughs) the throat yeah he he puts a little pressure on but not enough yeah that's i I don't know i don't know how actors do what they do sometimes like i don't want to say the word but you know like daniel stern in home alone said he get the spider on his face, but he said he'd do it one time because he was terrified of him. So, like, the scream you hear in that movie is, like, really him screaming. So, I don't know. I mean, I'd have to be paid a lot of money to do this kind of stuff, which I'm sure they were. He has a mark on
2: his neck throughout the rest of the movie. Like, it Mm -hmm. actually scraped him or whatever.
0: You know, those method actors.
1: Dog, they have makeup for that.
0: So, anyway, so, uh, Amos is complaining about the noise coming from a place called Boyette Seafood. Um, he's, you know, they pretty much just take it as like the ramblings of an old man. And Hooch, you kind of get one of the, uh, maybe the most iconic scenes from this movie is the slow-mo of Hooch running at him with the jowls and slobber and everything like that. So I don't know. That's pretty cool. But yeah, as Pappy said, he's not very well taken care of. He looks like he's like bloody and he's filthy and he probably stinks and his diet seems to be pretty terrible. Can it's I like just a, jump
1: in there though, Brett? Absolutely. One of my biggest criticisms of this movie, like I don't have time for slow-mo dog. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: movie's an hour and a half long though. It's not like it's
2: Well, let Josh speak here. Let's see what yeah, stupid you're right, you're right. Uh, stupid have uh, the flaw. Stupid excuse he comes no, up with. No, that, that's it.
1: Like <laughs> I'm 35 years old. I don't need slow mo dog. I know what it looks like when they like shake off water and stuff. Like, just move it full speed and move the plot along.
3: There is a lot of slow mo dog in this movie, though. Like an abundant amount of slow mo dog.
1: The, highlight
3: the, the slobber.
0: I think it's the way that Hooch <laughs> photographs, I think they thought it would be like, look how weird this dog's
3: eyes are. He's Got a big jaw. I don't know. He has a lot I, of personality. I get it. There's nothing cute about that dog when he's in slow motion running. Like, it's odd frame to be like, let's fall in love with this dog. He looks terrifying <laughs> running in slow motion. I think that's kind of the point at first. They might go to the well a little
0: too much. But right.
1: I think he shows a lot of personality, but you can just show that in live action. Like, this dog was actually a good actor, as weird as that is to say. <laughs> uh I just didn't get anything out of the slow motion stuff. And further, does a dog really deserve uh space odyssey 2001 music
4: oh my god that was ridiculous
3: yeah why not play saxophone like the rest of the movie <laughs> <laughs> that threw me for a loop here in that music that's just me though
2: brett did say something about this dog's eyes though and it has like human
4: eyes it's very <laughs> off-putting yeah. something going yeah. on with this face. Brett, you have bulldogs right
0: i have yeah i have two bulldogs well okay no i'm Emmett died. Uh, I have one at my parents' house, and like my dog in Fort Wayne is a bulldog. Just
1: what? push your Instagram account. <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> What's it like having slobbery dogs? I don't have slobbery dogs.
4: They don't slobber. No. Oh.
0: My parents have dogs that slobber. My mom loves Saint Bernards. Oh. But but they're dry mouth.
1: They don't they don't slobber like hardly at all. So lazy bulldog Dozer is the Instagram account, and I'm scrolling through and. To your credit, Brett, I don't see any slobber on this.
4: It's a good boy.
1: No, they just have
0: trouble breathing. No. He looks like yeah, a good but boy. He's uh he's actually one-eighth bulldog, uh, one-eighth beagle. So um he doesn't have a lot of the problems. Nice. So, yeah, he did s- he snores and stuff, but it's not like super loud. He's an awesome dog. Lazy Bulldog, dozer. Uh, everyone everyone follows. Yeah. He's losing followers, man. What the heck? <laughs> anyway, so uh, yeah, I, I I take your I, – I mean, I hear you about that slow-motion dog, I guess. Um Could have been cut out. I just thought it was kind of funny. Um
3: I don't know. But anyway, let's move on a little bit because – Brett, can I challenge you? <laughs> <laughs> to what? So my dog was born on my birthday this past Tuesday, which I am super pumped about to get in 10 weeks. I challenge you by the end of uh, next year, whoever has the most Instagram followers – Gets to stay on the podcast. What? Whoever's on the whoever's on the lower end has to leave <laughs> for one month. <laughs> for one month. For one month. month.
4: Ooh. <sighs> whoever's dog has more.
3: Yep. Whoever's dog has more. I have a head Brett start. He has a lead. And that dog is a pug, bro. Good luck. I'm all for this, but
0: I like this. <laughs> one month.
3: One month, no
0: pod. That's a vacation. That sounds pretty cool. I mean, we could just do a Punishment movie instead, but uh, if you want to go <laughs> – Okay, Punishment movie. I like movie. that.
3: Let's do Punishment no movie. No spiders or ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. Or, unless it's <laughs> Ghostbusters. By the
0: oh, Spider ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> the scariest of all. Uh So you want to do the second one or do you want to do the, the crazy one? What's everyone else think? Let's do the Punishment movie. I like okay. that. We'll do that then. I'm, I'm air – I'm shaking your hand over. Friendly handshake
3: to Brett. Challenge accepted. Let's go. All
0: right. All right, cool. So uh, I can't – I'm going to pick so many crazy movies for you. So (laughs) what – hey, Mikey, what turns up on uh, a local beach? What is found by some random people?
2: Well, there's a little boy who ends up finding uh, just – what is it? A a paper bag or like a Ziploc bag of like 10 grand – Eight on cows, the beach. Yep. Yeah, and his mom calls the cops and is like, she calls, well, first of all, what is, what is Tom Hanks? Is he a cop?
3: Yeah, detective. He's an yeah, investigator. investigator. People treat him like he's Same like a thing. library cop, yeah. though. It's really
4: strange.
2: <laughs> I don't know. The fact that he's like relegated to the docks only is like pretty weird. <laughs> it's like he's <laughs> been demoted and he's only. Working the crappy areas of town, <laughs> the but it's
4: is our jurisdiction.
1: If you watch a lot of movies, though, a lot of bad stuff happens down at the docks. Like it's a true crime place.
2: <laughs> well, it's like no duh. It's pretty dead, Tom Hanks. Your job is pretty dead. You work the docks. How much crime is possibly happening on this two mile well, radius? That's why and he's what leaving. What were those
3: two felonies? I'm curious. What's what? Say so what were those two felonies? He was keeping in his. <laughs> In his desk. I'm real curious about that. Bicycle
4: stealing from the high school.
1: <laughs> Violent dog on dog crimes.
3: Oh, my god, Michael
1: Vick.
0: Ooh. <laughs> Topical reference. Um, yeah, so he found $8,000. This little turd kid. He's like, that's my money. So uh, they take it in. I have to skip ahead a little bit. We're got a little sidetracked there. Um, so... We meet a guy named Walter Boyette, um, who's a local seafood magnate. If there is a thing in a small town, but
2: uh, (laughs) a titan of industry.
0: So yeah, he's talking to a guy we'll meet, we'll see a few more times later and they're asking about some random guy. We don't know who the guy is. Um, we just know that we, he shows up to work and the guy's like, Hey, come in here. And the guy takes off. I don't know what he expected to happen. But the henchman chases him down and he kills him. Um, over on the docks. Uh, yeah. See? Docks. Serious crime. So that was the
1: boss's daughter's soon to be husband making off with their wedding money?
0: Right? Is that, is that what it was? Is that what that was? Yeah.
1: Cause he, the boss is complaining like, oh, I had to pay him 2000 for the, the hotels and 400 for the ring. And he's like, I don't know. It's just like, Makes him out to be even a little bit more merciless when he's like killing yeah. soon to be family,
0: right? Yeah, yeah. I'm
1: gonna be honest; I have no idea what the crime is in this movie
2: besides Amos's murder.
0: <laughs> it's, it's money. It's money laundering. Um, okay. They, I mean, we don't know that at the time. You can't time, keep but- money in
1: blocks of ice, Mikey. That's
3: highly illegal. <laughs> yeah, but can you freeze money like that?
0: Not legally. Frozen assets.
3: Oh, I like that, Pappy. <laughs> I think, that was
0: good. I don't know if the paper would necessarily freeze if it's in the right bag, I guess. I don't know. I'm not a freezeologist, so I'm not quite sure. So, uh, what happens after this guy gets killed? Who gets alerted of, uh, the commotion that's going on in the docks?
4: Hooch, 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 hooch. Well, Amos, the Pappy character does first, and he's been suspicious, right? Yeah, and he kind of wanders out, and then it seems like a really big miscalculation to to murder an innocent bystander <laughs> when there's a really good money laundering yeah. scheme going on. Like that was a huge mistake on the part of the uh, the mob.
0: Yeah, but Amos also had a pretty big mistake, and this is a mistake I see all the time in real life situations and fake. Like, don't go and say, "I know what you guys are doing. I'm going to call the cops on you." Like. But that's the type of person he is, and that's pretty much why he got killed, Pappy. I think that's why he's also take that chance. He's also
4: blackout drunk. Him and Hooch have been drinking whiskey <laughs> and howling <laughs> at the moon. drinking right? the Hooch, for sure. <laughs> and he's like,
1: wait here while I go get my dog to attack you. That's <laughs> when he gets stabbed. He,
0: say, he says that, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah.
1: I thought there was a decent piece of writing there when he was like, I, I've been seeing what you're doing over there. And that guy is interpreting it as... He saw us kill that guy, but kill, really it's yeah. Amos and his ranting about hearing the noises and getting woken up at night and stuff.
0: Yeah. No, I don't I – don't. i I'm more of just in general. When people are in bad situations, they always be like, oh, I'm, I'm going to tell I – mean, yeah, that's how people get killed. Like kill show their
1: hand immediately.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you, you get out of the situation first and then you go tell on them. Um, so I, I'm going to ask Josh. He's the dog – Expert, what do you think of what happened, what Hooch does next? (sighs) He busts through the glass.
1: Yeah. Hooch, Hooch busts through the glass. And this is like one of the big first like physical performances from Hooch (laughs) besides for biting down on the neck. But this is just a foot race to the gate, I think. And he doesn't quite catch up to him as we see kind of a Sam Raimi type of camera angle following the guy's heels. All the way up to the gate, and he climbs over, and Hooch is not able to apprehend the bad guy.
0: Yep, just doesn't get him in time. So, yeah, that's the, yeah, that's pretty much exactly what happens. Uh, here's where we get into the a uh, th- thing, a uh, cliche in movies that I don't like, a trope, I guess. You, when people battle for uh jurisdiction, I mean, it's in mm. every f- cop procedural, it's in every movie. Kind of like you guys were joking earlier. He's got the docs and he's like, it's our jurisdiction. So they – he convinces Chief Hyde to let him do the case because what is it? The city police or the county – the state police or whatever want to take it? It's the sheriff's department. It makes no sense.
4: Not only does that make no sense, I have no idea why RVJ isn't the lead cop. Because Tom Hanks is like, you ever been on a murder before? And RVJ is like, yeah, I've been on tons of murders. That's why I moved. And Tom Hanks is like, (laughs) this is my first one, but I'll take it.
3: (laughs) I've seen too many murders. It's why I'm here. Yeah, so I don't know. I guess it's just in the script, I guess. But he lets
0: him. (laughs) (laughs) That was what my dad used to say to us every time. We'd be like, well, why did this happen? He'd be like, it's in the script. That was his answer to <laughs> us. Fair.
4: Yeah.
0: So now we just always it's say in that. The <laughs> yeah. He didn't want to give us any real answers or think too hard. So he just said that. <laughs> now I respect it, I guess. So he reluctantly agrees and he takes Hooch. Is this where the- oh yeah, the, the dog catchers are trying to get him and they're like, Oh, sir, we do this every day. And then like they're just getting flipped around by Hooch. Mm-hmm. I think one of them goes in the water and the other one gets. I think that just walked away. Yeah, there's
2: some real animal abuse going on here. This dog is getting knocked around. <laughs> no, <laughs> knocked ble- around it's like bloody, lot.
0: too, right? Like they're.
2: <sighs> yeah. This dog is like disgusting. It's yeah. like kind of off putting looking because <laughs> its eyes are seriously kind of weird looking. It's got some pretty <laughs> crazy looking eyes, but I don't know. It's got like a nice face. He's kind of. I can't explain it. This dog. His face disturbs me, but he seems like a nice <laughs> enough dog where it's like, oh, I guess he'd be fun to hang out with, I guess, if he's as long as he likes you.
0: We had a Mastiff, um, and it wasn't the same type, but we had a Neapolitan Mastiff. This is a French Mastiff. Um, they have weird eyes. They really do. Like, you, you nailed it. They have really weird eyes, but they're really good dogs, and, like, the movie Sandlot. That's a that's a mastiff. It's a bull mastiff. It's a, the biggest one.
1: But... Oh,
0: great dog movie! Oh yeah, you're right.
3: The, th- the Beast.
0: Can't believe nobody thought of that. But I thought it was Air Bud. Dude,
3: right. I'm just
0: saying, dog court is incredible. <laughs> right? <laughs> I think they, they probably have a TV show about dog court. They really should. Hey, million dollar ideas, TV. Mm-hmm. So I guess we'll just skip through he basically has a heck of a time getting hooch into the car and then they take him to the police station and then he leaves him in the car because he doesn't, he doesn't seem to know anything about dogs especially dogs like kind of pappy said he kind of like a ruffian type dog he's just kind of maybe not taken care of that well but
1: probably not like abused or anything so mm-hmm. Brett I will say that this section of the movie and this isn't a rip on it it's kind of unique in filmmaking because it takes him like 12 minutes of screen time to move like 25 feet. <laughs> you know what well, I mean? <laughs> yeah, but go ahead,
0: take it a little further. Go ahead and talk about it.
1: Just that whole scene of trying to get him in the car?
0: I don't know. Just whatever you like about it or dislike about it. Yeah. It's like, I mean, it's like ahead. Josh
4: does not like the pacing of this movie.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. I honestly don't. I, that was not a rip. It was just interesting that... It's kind of like a little bottle piece here for a little while while they're inside his house, slowly get him outside. Tom Hanks takes over and it's just like him and the dog battling for like eight minutes straight here. It's pretty crazy.
0: I think they're they're trying to set up how unruly and how difficult he is to handle. I mean, yeah, maybe eight to 12 minutes is a little long. I watched this uh, YouTube
4: video. It's about, I forget what it was called. I, I wish I could plug it, but it was like the theory of like monster cuteness and movie and basically it's like the cuter the animal or monster the less time on screen it takes to be endured to it as an audience so like gremlins if you've actually watched it like like gizmo isn't really even on screen as much as you think but like you need to spend i feel like a lot of time with a crazy ass looking dog like this in order to uh to fall in love with it Interesting.
1: Yeah,
0: so I guess we'll we'll move on. Uh, He chews the crap out of his car, which, as we kind of talked about, I think they showed he's, like, proud of his car and how clean it is, so this was, you know, one of the things to show that Hooch is kind of taking over. And then, uh, Pap, you kind of told me a funny story today about the vet. Why don't you go ahead and take what happens next? Oh,
4: so, like, before before he even pulls up to the vet, uh, my fiance Tanya was like, "I bet he's gonna fall in love with the vet," and then as soon <laughs> as soon as uh, Mayor Winningham is that her name walks out, I was like, "Yeah, you're right, he's gonna fall in love with the vet." But
0: I call her Leah Thompson Light. Okay, that's who I thought it was. But I mean, she's she's
4: like a pretty interesting character she seems to be more uh sexually mature than than tom hanks uh in a lot of ways she knows what she wants uh (laughs) she's the vet in town and she's also got uh a lady dog who who hooch likes um mm -hmm. but i mean yeah she pretty much just kind of she she berates tom hanks at first for not taking care of the dog but then like at the end of the conversation she's like you married you have a girlfriend you live alone? And, like, Tom Hanks thinks he's, like, she's, like, hitting on him. And she's, like, perfect. You should take the dog home. <laughs> and that's kind of.
0: <laughs> yeah, because he wants her to keep hooch. You're buttering me up. For well, I, I just can't help but think that this dog is going to be a lot
2: better off with someone like you than with someone like me. Because I, I don't know. Are thank you married? You. No.
0: You live alone, then? Yeah. House or an apartment? House. Yeah? You have a girlfriend? No. Well,
3: Perfect. Perfect. Perfect for who? Perfect for Hooch. For Hooch? How? When you're home, he'll keep you company, and when you're gone, he'll take care of your house. You're lucky to have him. Basically,
0: I don't know if I really mentioned it, but the reason Hooch is still a factor is because he's the only, air quotes, witness, and, you know, so they keep him. They're hoping that in a small town he can find out what's going on. So
4: Dogs can definitely see in 3D or 2D, right?
0: I used to think no, but, my, I mean, my dog barks at the TV all the time. Same. Yeah. My other dogs never did, so I don't know if it's because it's 4K or whatever, Evolution, but man. my friend Brandon's dog always barked at the uh, – up. his pug <laughs> always barked at the TV. So. Well, they have two
1: eyes that are offset, so yeah, they see in 3D, but is their brain <laughs> smart enough and capable enough to like determine what's real and I don't know.
0: I'm just saying my, my dog, dog plays barks PS4. at animals on TV <laughs> in like cartoons. Does it bark at like people?
4: My dog got 10 kills on Fortnite last night, dude. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dang. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, we kind of mentioned earlier, Turner, he's a really structured man with a routine. And Hooch just being there is just really throwing him out of whack. Uh, I think he ties him up outside and he's trying to sleep. And I think Hooch just keeps barking and barking and barking. And he tries to get him to shut up, and he never can. Is this when he brings him and takes him into the utility closet after a while?
2: Yeah, this is a classic Tom Hanks screaming, yelling, yeah. yelling angrily. <laughs>
0: he does it so well.
2: I love the way he yells. Yeah. He's like uh, Jerry Seinfeld and where, where he gets angry, but it doesn't sound angry to anybody. <laughs> so perfe- just- That's a perfect <laughs> – yeah comparison dude that's awesome just kind of yelling into the night sky (laughs) and his neighbor yells back at him like shut up and he's like i'm i'm trying i'm trying hooch what do you want me to do he's like (laughs) pleading with the dog to shut up and it's not working
0: what what is it what what are you if you're hungry finish the hamburgers you eat the buns Eat the buns! You're not thirsty! You don't, you're you not touching the water, the orange juice, cranberry, what, is the, what am I supposed to do? Make you a margarita? I don't remember how he gets... What happens that night? After he lets him in.
2: Oh, he is... Hooch uh, walks in the door, but then he locks Hanks out on the way in. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: And <laughs> Tom Hanks
2: has to crawl in through the window.
1: The first of many scenes where we see Tom Hanks in... Tidy, I mean, tidy,
0: tidy blackies. Why? <laughs>
3: there's so, so much, much underwear.
0: of it Turner and Gooch. a lot of taint. Lot of taint. <laughs> I haven't seen
1: this
3: much taint <laughs> since Tom
0: Cruise and Legend.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm just glad somebody got that. Okay, okay there's um, some
3: unflattering angles in this movie with Tom Hanks in his black yeah. underwear. It's odd. <laughs>
0: But it doesn't have quite the uh, fan following as Tom Cruise does in all the it right movies. It should.
3: It should dethrone Tom Cruise's tank.
2: <laughs> I've also never seen Black Tidy Whiteys before. That was I've never seen the tactical
0: Tidy Whiteys. Tactical. <laughs> <laughs> he's, gonna, he's a cop. He has to stay incognito when the lights are out. Um. So we get to another. I don't know. One of the classic more classic scenes in the movie the next night turner goes out and buys a bunch of dog food and supplies and all this stuff like that and josh you're the dog expert on this why, why don't you tell us what hooch gets up to why do you keep calling me the dog
3: expert what hey stevie hell?
0: stevie why don't you tell us what hooch gets up to here
3: <laughs> i can't because i cried
0: really right here
3: yeah dude, i i can't watch scenes like this it literally like gave me the worst anxiety
0: uh, you know what? I'm with you. I'm, a, I use the same way when I see like teen angst movies where they're like destroying their trophies and they're like taking a baseball bat to their stuff. I'm like, oh, dude, don't do that.
3: It wasn't just that. Like I got anxiety watching Tom Hanks not buy that much and still spend $100 in 1989. 97.55? Like that was scary. <laughs> I'm, I, yeah. Dogs are expensive, man. Go to someone else though. I can't talk about that scene. Josh, you want to take yeah, it? Yeah.
1: Brett, I wasn't rebuking you a minute ago.
3: No, that's alright. I was just I'd realized that I hadn't called on TV <laughs> in a while, so No, you're good.
1: It's like the movie Chucky, when he sees the nice guys and he's making the breakfast in bed for his mom. Chucky. And he walks <laughs> across the floor spilling milk and eggs. Yeah. And just like stepping and grinding. Except it's a dog and it's ruining Tom Hanks' bachelor pad, basically. Everything. I would shoot this dog. This would not be a problem anymore.
3: He says that. Doesn't he, say I
0: sh- doesn't he say Does he's going to shoot him? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love when he busts through the door, though, with his head. You he might have to suspend belief a little bit, but-
1: It's like Coven.
0: <laughs> it's like-, <laughs> like Cujo. Yeah.
3: And how much money is Tom Hanks making as a library investigator to redo his entire house like that?
0: How said he's leaving?
3: Cost of living is probably pretty low there. I don't probably not. There's water
0: and it's California, so probably not. Never mind. I
3: don't
0: know. <laughs> it's in the script. He's a hard worker.
1: It's in
3: the script. I like that.
1: He's pretty meticulous. He doesn't spend much on other. Ninety-five things.
3: seventy-one in nineteen eighty-nine is two hundred dollars today. How? <laughs>
4: it's a lot of dog food.
3: That's a whole lot of hooch, that's for sure.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so I think it's pretty funny when Hanks – when Turner's going through the house and he's like enraged but like calm. Tom Hanks enraged, if you know what I mean. Like isn't he like kind of nodding his head like a psychopath when he's looking (laughs) at his records? He's got these big old subwoofers that are just destroyed. He picks up, I think he picks up one of his records and it's just got slobber just coming right off of it. Yeah,
1: so gross.
4: So much slobber.
1: We've established him as someone who likes to finish something that he starts. And in this scene, we see him half-heartedly cleaning a couple eggs, putting a couple
4: erasers back. <laughs> like, he's devastated.
0: Is <laughs> This isn't the night where he gives him a bath, is it?
4: I think it's the next morning okay. when he starts to turn the corner with Hooch.
0: That's pretty funny. Wait. Is it, I'm sorry, is it the, the night he goes to sleep and he tells the dog not to come in there and the dog creeps in? Is that cracked me up? It doesn't matter. There.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> this movie was snubbed by so for so many Oscars. Um, <laughs> let's see, uh, where am I at? Uh, so Turner kicks, oh, no, Turner kicks him hooch out and then, uh, he goes to his girlfriend's house, uh, See Camille, and then they both come back to his house. So he's like, "Oh crap! I'm going to take them both." Hey, you know, maybe if I'm lucky, I can unload them both on her, which is his plan. So he sneaks to Emily's house, and they both go into the doggy door. And I think this is kind of where Pappy's review takes place. What was your your review, Pappy? Uh, hooch fucks is yeah. I <laughs> so um, yeah, that's what that happened there. But as he's trying to leave, Emily catches him, and they go inside, and they have this really weird painting party, and they uh, kind of – This scene was terrible. I hated this. It was so awkward. I thought awkward. they had pretty good chemistry, but yeah, it was definitely awkward. But uh either way, yeah, I get it. Who is it, this movie for? Like – why is this for little kids?
4: Because they explicitly like talk about sex and like humping the vet later on. Like The
3: greatest line in the entire movie by far. Who,
4: but it's, she, I don't know. She grinds on his wiener.
3: While whisking eggs is very erotic. While
4: he criticizes her cooking.
3: That was later. That was after they do it.
2: There's a lot of jizz in this movie.
3: Yeah. He <laughs> just didn't unload dogs on her. I'll tell you what.
0: <laughs>
3: oh, but yeah,
0: I I can I could see it, Pappy. It was kind of awkward. I thought they had I thought his flirting was decent for not having a lot of experience, but um it pretty much basically brings up that he likes her kind of, but she's he's leaving, so he's kinda just like, hey, I can't do anything. She seems to obviously like him as well. I don't want um, it. <laughs> so the next day Tom Hanks takes Hooch to the precinct and he does the old classic move where you put the leash uh, handle under the. Oh, that's
2: not going to work on this dog. No.
0: So, Mikey, what is what does Hooch see outside?
2: Across the street is like what town, city hall, or something? Something of like that, or a church. Yeah, our church, and there's a, the wedding going on that we uh, talked about earlier in the movie. Because we got to remember that a crime happened in this movie. We've gone about <laughs> thirty five minutes now without even addressing the crime.
4: <laughs> Two men have been murdered. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, we. I, at this point, I've totally forgotten that th- this was a cop movie. This is more of just a to- Tom Hanks and dog movie. Uh, but Tooch sees the killer of Amos uh, across the street. He's at this wedding, and he's just barking uncontrollably. And then he ends up dragging Turner's desk all over the place <laughs> inside the police station because he's just going nuts.
3: Does that give you anxieties, TV? No, it didn't give me anxiety. It gave me anxiety was the fact, like, when he's, like, running out in the street, and they're also chasing him, they didn't play The Heat Is On by Kenny Loggins again. There's so many movies that miss that song. That's, uh, that's Glenn Frey. Is it Glenn Frey? My bad. But they they need to, they need to play that song in every, like, chase movie to the end of time. It just makes sense. Yeah, it's classic in Beverly Hills Cop. mm
0: future spoilers pick for me probably um, so yeah Mikey was talking about that it kind of just destroys the precinct it gets outside it chases him uh, the guy gets into his car and they kind of hijack some little
3: some guy's car right yeah it's like some high school's kid I forget his name <laughs> high school's kid and he's got uh, like groceries in the car and they're yeah they immediately ruined by hooch <laughs> yeah
4: yeah the other thing about that chase is, too, is they're presumably going pedal to the metal because Tom Hanks says the car can't go any faster, but it looks like they're going 15 miles an
1: hour.
0: <laughs> <Whatever>. <laughs> they don't catch him. Uh, I can't remember exactly how, but they find out uh, who the bad the henchman is, um, who's got the least. I would not expect his name to be this, but his name is Zach. So, uh, this doesn't sound like a henchman, murder henchman to me. Uh, his name's Zach Gregory. And, uh, Hanks, this is a kind of a callback to earlier in the movie where we didn't talk about it, but, uh, her, uh, Turner says that the murder on Amos seems like it was done by someone who's done it before, professional. I don't remember why, but he didn't. The way hit, his lung was stabbed. A knife. It was, uh, yeah, so.
4: so he couldn't scream because it hit his long.
1: Yeah, isn't that a Christopher Lee reference? Something, something stabbed in the back, Peter Jackson. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm talking about.
3: It all comes
1: back to (laughs) L-O-T-R.
0: So yeah, he's a former Marine. So now Turner starts to think that Amos was killed to cover up something and not just a random whatever. Uh, Sorry, I'll try to get through this a little bit. So Turner... uh, he convinces his boss to get a, a search warrant for buoyant seafood. Um, he's pretty happy. They're like celebrating, but Hooch is really sad. And this is kind of the time where they show that Turner and Hooch are starting to, you know, kind of bond a little bit because Turner, uh, Hooch has only pretty much had one buddy his whole life and it was that grumpy old man. So, uh, let's, Pappy, why don't you go ahead and tell us what happens at the, uh, when they serve the warrant. At the seafood place.
4: Yeah, I don't quite understand why they don't find anything. Uh, well, I guess Craig, <laughs> yes, T. Nelson probably, yeah. Craig T. Nelson probably tips him off. But like Tom Hanks later says something like he thought it was coming in, but it's going out or something like that. But anyway, yeah. they they search everywhere. Like Tom Hanks is like poking lobsters with poles. Uh, the FBI is like looking under stuff and they don't find any any money. So the whole search is basically a. A failure.
0: Yeah, and that basically kind of co- coincides with uh, his three days being up, and he's kind of getting ready to go, and uh, Craig T. Nelson takes him off the case and gives it to uh Carl Winslow. Uh So, Turner's pretty bummed that he can't solve the case, so he meets up with Emily, and then, um, you know, they go back to his place, and... They have a know.
4: religious experience.
0: Yeah, and then they were talking about the grinding and the... The dry humping where he's making eggs or whatever.
3: Eggs on eggs on eggs.
0: I don't remember what sparks him to have his eureka moment. She literally threw his
3: ass on him. Then he said, that's it. I don't know why that happened. Hmm.
4: Yeah. Is the whole thing that he just needed to have sex and clear (laughs) his head and then everything becomes clear?
0: That's the the moral of (laughs) every story.
2: Superpower.
0: (laughs) So yeah, uh, well, it clears, it clears the, yeah, it clears your brain up. (laughs) So he leaves in the middle of the night, apparently. And they go back to the the factory and they do a stakeout. And this is have like this was like always like my dad's favorite line in the movie. I think this is when he looks like he says something like it looks like you ate a shoe, and like the laces are coming out of the side. Is that where the slobber's coming out when they're in the car?
2: It's disgusting. That can't be natural for that e- dog.
0: <laughs> is that fake? Is that fake slobber? Because that is just so much. <laughs> I think that's real. I mean, CGI, dogs- bro.
2: Oh my god how how can how can anybody live with that?
0: The only dog that slobber we had was a master.
2: You're constantly cleaning up after that, unless you just live on slobber slick floors all the time. I mean, I don't I don't understand what is going on. How could you live <laughs> with that animal?
0: You just get a towel and wipe it off. It's like what my mom used to do to uh, the Saint Bernards, and my brother used to do it with his Great Dane. That thing
2: is the master of the house at that point.
0: It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> true. <laughs>
1: Brett, I think, th- is that scene almost like Judd Apatow ish? Like, it's almost like Tom Hanks just ad libbing for a couple of hours in that car. <laughs>
0: That's exactly what it was because I, I saw an interview with the director and he said it was all ad libbing because you can't, you know, he was riffing off what the dog was doing. You can't write a script for the dog. Whatever the dog does is kind of they, where Tom they, Hanks had to follow it. So I think you're you're right. I don't know if they did the hours of line that uh that Judd Apatow does, but I think that's a pretty keen observation.
2: They were feeding Hooch so many lines and he just wasn't using them. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, a lot of jizz in this
0: movie. A lot of jizz. <laughs> <laughs> All over that record. So this is where... Uh, the biggest crime since the beginning of the movie takes place where Turner illegally searches the factory again, um, which would almost certainly lead to a conviction being thrown out. But we don't have to deal with that, luckily. But he goes back in and uh, Carl Winslow meets him with the bag of money and he gives – he lets Hooch take a sniff and then he goes and he finds the bags in the factory, which... I like
4: how that's enough proof that the... Like, how many types of Ziploc bags fucking exist in the world, just
1: because... (laughs) they're Ziploc.
0: I think it was was to add to the fact that Amos said something was up, the guy was with Boyette. Actually, no, he didn't know that, but... I, I don't know. He's supposed to... The guy, Zach, works at Boyette, and he found that out, so... I think it's all just kind of tying in together. I'm I'm with you. It's a very pretty weak, but I think he was looking for confirmation on his theory as opposed to finding any super hard evidence, but.
3: Why is Zach alive? What do you mean? What do you mean? Like, if the police chief is the head of this masterminding ring. Why wouldn't he kill him to get rid of the. Why wouldn't he kill him and just end it to say, oh, we got him. And leave it at that. Like, why is Zach alive at this point? This seems like really poor calculations by Craig T. Maybe it happens so quickly. I mean, it all happens within like 12 hours of them finding
0: him and maybe 24 hours of them finding him. And that's a good question. I don't even think I thought about that.
1: He's Rambo. He's like a Green Beret, right?
0: Well, that's true. He's a Marine. But that's true. That's, That's somebody you don't really want to, A, mess with, and B, that's the guy you want
3: on your payroll. Yeah, if the head of police is paying this guy... And the guy you're paying fs up. You're going to say, hey, we're going to have a meeting and clean this all up. Bada bing, bada boom. Done.
4: Josh, is Craig T. Nelson as good of a guy as Brian Dennehy is in Rampo? Is that what you're trying to say? Ooh.
1: That's a good question. He just wants to keep the status quo. <laughs> <laughs> Vietnam.
0: <laughs> so, we're on the home stretch here, guys. Um, so,. I don't remember yeah he goes turner goes to a place called lazy acres motel uh which is where zach gregory is supposed to be staying um he's interrogating the motel owner and uh someone want to kind of explain the next three or four minutes of this movie when he's talking to the, uh, the motel owner it's absolutely absurd <laughs> like you said what he did
4: before was illegal <laughs> he shoots his gun at a private citizen who's who's Totally within his rights to not, not be answering these questions. Like Tom Hanks is going to jail at this point. <laughs> he's gone. It's rogue. these very actions
1: that got him promoted to police chief. Actually,
4: <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. That's why he's paying the city at the end. But he gets snuck up on by what's the guy's name? Uh Zach. Zach the henchman. <laughs> the sack. Yeah, and sack. they they get in the car. And Tom Hanks buckles his seatbelt. Great move by and the way. The bad guy doesn't, and he goes like 50 miles an hour into a concrete wall, and the dude flies out of the windshield, and somehow isn't paralyzed or dead after that. Hey, that's
2: a good <laughs> stunt. That looked pretty cool because he definitely goes through the windshield, and he flies pretty far, and it's going pretty fast. So I don't know how they pulled that off without that guy dying.
3: I think they just shot it backwards. <laughs> he jumped from the ground, <laughs> <back> <laughs> in the and picked up all the pieces of glass, and assembled them. <laughs> Plus,
4: this
1: scene is like kind of a teaser into our next movie that we'll be doing.
4: Oh,
0: that's a good point. Yeah, the
4: fix is in on trivia, guys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's I don't know. It's definitely not. Um, okay, so this is uh, kind of a callback to the beginning of the stunt that somebody liked. I don't remember. Uh, Turner interrogates Zach. And Hooch has him by the throat. And, uh, Mikey, why don't you give us some of the things that, uh, we find out from Zach, the henchman, or at least a couple things?
2: Scott, uh, inter- interrogates Zach and then he, uh, reveals that Zach killed Amos, which, yep, Scott's pretty bummed about because he was friends with Amos a little bit. And he's upset that he now has to take care of Hooch because of it. And, uh, he also (laughs) reveals that Boyette is, uh, in on this illegal money. Trading going in on
0: at the factory. Um, well, yeah. One more big thing. You you nailed, you nailed two of the three big things. He doubles down.
2: Yeah. This is the part I don't understand is just the chief shows up and he's like, Oh yeah, I'm in on this too.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the thing that that Zach told him that Boyette was not in charge. So that kind of made Turner think, well, Who's, who's got something that's, who's going to be in charge of the richest guy in town? So I don't remember exactly why the chief shows up, but they're kind of looking, they're acting like they're looking for Boyette, but, uh, Turner's definitely suspicious of him and then confronts him.
2: Well, well, Craig T, uh, breaks into the, the fishing factory with, with, uh, Tom Hanks. Like, like they're going to, Looking for Boyette. Scope out this thing together. Yeah. Uh, And then he eventually turns on him when they're inside the factory. So there's a little backstabbing going on here uh, by uh, Craig T. Nelson. But uh, he ends up getting his comeuppance because Hooch, who was previously shot in a scuffle, (laughs) 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 bites him in the calf and then uh, takes him out. Well, Tom Hanks struggles with him with a shotgun and then blows him away.
0: Man, he just went through like four bullet points in like a 30 seconds. That was awesome. Thank you for doing that. <laughs> I could have made that a lot more dramatic. But yeah, I mean, the scene is pretty sad when Hooch is creeping up on Boyette and jumps at him and then he gets shot. Uh, and then Chief just shoots Boyette, I think, and he tries to convince Tom Hanks to come over to his side but he realizes that's never going to happen because Tom Hanks is too... Tom Hanks. Well, not, now you guys are making me think that he's not a very nice and honest cop because he's shooting his gun at people and doing illegal searches. <laughs> Listen,
3: he's not nice. He's just inept, Brett.
0: Oh, yeah? Then why is he going to the big city, Stevie?
3: Explain that. <laughs> <laughs> because they had to get him out of there. He was shooting everybody every other weekend. Shuffling
2: him around. <laughs> <laughs> In the big city, they can hide that kind of thing.
1: He was doing a two-hole <laughs> punch in the top of his eight by eleven and a half, it's like a weirdo.
4: But I have a... Okay, I have a... I'm Marks a, of a serial killer. I have a Stevie question, because I really want to know. Yes. Who is this movie for? <laughs> I've, no one knows. Like, what age group... Like, when... Because, like, Jeffrey Katzenberg, who we've talked about a lot, like, produced this movie. Steve. So like, what do you think... Love the cats. ...the target demo was for this movie?
3: <sighs> strangely, and it's weird I say this, I think it was marketed for I think it was marketed for families with young children, but I think the demographic truly was for 25 to 35, and it's really strange I say that, because it's such a weird thing to do. It's PG, which surprised me. I thought for sure it would be PG-13. It's a Disney
4: movie, but it was distributed under Touchstone, Touchstone. so it's like they didn't want to brand it as Disney, but it still has like it's like a Disney movie with like an outer shell of, like, a more adult movie. But at its core, there's still that, like, all the Disney beats. It's really weird.
3: Yeah, I'd I, I say 25 to 35.
0: This is, like, a movie that my parents would not have hesitated to show us when we were 9 or 10, but it's, like, a movie that there's no way my brother would show his 9-year-old kid right now. So it is kind of confusing. It's weird. Josh, you're a
4: parent. I'm assuming you wouldn't show your kids this movie. PG. <laughs> Let's go. I, I'm with you. <laughs> Buckle them up. You're you're gonna subject your
2: daughters to uh, Tom Hanks taint.
1: Oh God. <laughs> Honestly, it's that scene where uh, Mari Winningham like grinds on Tom Hanks. It's I don't know. That's pretty explicit for a PG. I feel like. <laughs> He's like, oh, that's sensitive on my
4: wiener. I like that. <laughs> that's
0: exactly what he felt. Like.
4: <laughs> Eureka! I figured out the case. He got the big Your ass R is off the case, and that's how the character Woody was born.
0: <laughs> 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 All right, so let's let's finish this off. Uh, so Turner rushes Hooch to the vet, and uh, this just—he's crying. He's he's devastated, and she tries to save him, but. Actually, you don't technically see Hooch dying, right? Cause they want you to be surprised on the next scene, correct? You know, he's dead. In
2: my head, he's still alive.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think, I think you're right, Stevie. You know, he's dead, but at the same time, they try to kind of yeah. funnily trick you. Like the last outro scene is, you know, this is going to make everyone laugh probably, but Turner becomes a chief of police. Um, you know, he gets rewarded for all of his illegal deeds. That dude should be in jail. Uh, David becomes the lead investigator. Good, good on you, Carl. <laughs> uh, Turner and Emily get married, and Camille's got uh, some babies. Now this is the time you had. need to suspend your disbelief, probably the most. But you see a bunch of puppies. I think it's what are they? Are they border collies? I can't remember. Lassies, yeah. Lassies, yeah. So mm-hmm. coll- yeah, collie. And Lassies. Turner comes home, and he's like. Looking through the house, and maybe in the back of your mind the first time you watch it, you're like, oh, please, God, let it be Hooch. Tell me Hooch didn't die, because they're talking about him. He's knocked the lamps over, and he's been chewing on stuff. And then he goes into a closet, and you open the door, and it's baby Hooch. Aww. So where you need to suspend disbelief is, you know, that's not really how mutts work. But I'm glad they did it that way. Only oh God funny. can judge
1: that. What are you talking about? You don't know how they're going to come
0: out, Brett. Well, my mom's a dog breeder, but I guess. So how would they come these, out? They come out as like mutts, a so hybrids. You ever heard of, like a cockapoo or a Chinese yeah. mountain yeah. dog? And some are more I towards birdidudu. lassie,
1: some are more towards the hooch. He's the hooch one.
2: First of all, I think any dog that hooch is having sex with is going to die. I don't think any dog would survive that. Shit! (laughs) Explain yourself, Mikey. Hooch is a monster. (laughs) Why, Mikey? Uh, He's just—I don't think he's a very gentle lover. I don't think any dog would survive (laughs) Hooch's love.
4: A lot of cheers in this movie.
0: (laughs) Definitely a family movie. So that is Turner and Hooch, and just a a, a fun fact that uh, Pap and I were talking about. Um, Henry Winkler was the original director for this movie. He was fired after 13 days. Uh, from Stevie's boy, Jeffrey Katzenberg fired him. My boy. And the quote that Henry Winkler said during, uh, the Howard Stern show like 10 years ago is, let's just say I got along better with Hooch than I did with Turner. Oh, wow. It's so, hard to
4: imagine Fonzie and Tom Hanks fighting. They both seem like such like
0: likable yeah. dudes. Yeah. It's, it's, it is really weird for sure. Uh, another side question. Is anybody here? Did you guys watch Scrubs? Yeah. Does anybody remember the Turner and Hooch gag? There's two doctors. There's a Dr. Turner and a Dr. Hooch, and the, uh, JD and Turk like mess with the schedule to get them to work together because they think it's hilarious. That's Turner and Hooch. And the guy who plays Dr. Turner is actually Jim Hanks, who is Tom Hanks's brother. Huh. Nice. So I thought that was pretty funny. And that is actually all I have. So, um, we can do some final thoughts if you have them. I know. let this peel this onion. I heard the layers of onion. I back.
4: heard that they shot two endings for it: one where Hooch yep. lives, and one where Hooch dies. And they literally mm-hmm. had a test screening. Like one theater had the one where he dies, and one theater had the one where he lives. And that it wasn't so much that the one where he dies had a better cinema score; it's that it got a more visceral reaction, more emotional. Yeah. Do you guys think that was a good choice? I guess we- should Hooch have died? Tom Hanks does not. I'll tell
3: you that. <sighs> I don't think anybody wants to hear. It. I think it should have played. I out. I do. But... I do. Yeah, let's do it. So, in the beginning of the movie, when he's being like pulled into the vet, Tom Hanks repeatedly says, "I'm gonna shoot you. I'm gonna shoot you." And I think it would have been amazing if he ended up shooting Hooch on accident in the warehouse, oh, but he geez. lived.
4: Holy fuck!
3: But he lived. It would have come full circle because at that point he would have gladly put that dog down and had no reaction to it whatsoever. But as the movie went on and his arc was coming full circle with the dog, if he would have shot him and been heartbroken, that would have been a good arc to end on. And Hooch should have lived. Hmm. So that's just me. You know what? I'm glad Hooch died. <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: but I agree. Uh, uh, Tom Hanks should have shot Hooch, but he dies. <laughs> that's what I wanted. <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah,
3: Tom should have been the one to shoot him. Not Boyette.
2: I honestly wasn't expecting him to die at all, really, because it's a Disney movie. Well, sort of a pseudo-Disney movie, as we're kind of figuring out. But I didn't really expect that. But I don't know if it would have made the movie any better, because we never would have got Baby Hooch, which looks exactly the same. I'm pretty sure they just filmed this ending. Whatever, they just filmed Hooch as a baby and then <laughs> decided to pick up production after <laughs> uh,
0: Hooch was like nine years old. Uh,
2: the fact that they got another dog that looks like exactly like him is pretty amazing. Unless it's just like his baby or whatever, but it's, I don't know. It would have been nice to see like Hooch with all of his babies running around.
1: Yeah. What I'm wondering about the movie is there a deeper association with Hooch and alcohol? Like does he pick yeah. up? Is this a euphemism for he picked up a habit from a pappy-like character and had to like kick the habit? And a girl
4: helped
3: (laughs) him through it. Learn to love the habit. (laughs) That's possible.
4: Pappy's learned to love the habit.
0: But uh, uh, Tom Hanks has said before that he thinks the movie would have done better if they, if would have lived. Now, again, it was a box office. It wasn't like a smash, but it made back, I don't know, five or six times its budget. So it That's did pretty smash. well.
1: Because they show a lot of
4: Miller Light in this movie.
0: Yeah. So, uh, Pappy, you got any more questions? I was, I, I meant my to bring only, that up, but I forgot. Well, my
4: only other final thought is that uh, a Brett movie has never received a no. Just wanted to put that in the ether. Bam! B- bum,
3: bum.
0: All right. So let's
4: go ahead. Could be historic.
0: Let's go ahead and uh, start with uh, East to East. Let's just start with the order I did this morning. Mikey. You know what?
2: The plot is not here. But for some reason, that doesn't take anything away from the movie. Because it's more of just a goofy... It's just Tom Hanks running around with a monster, is what this movie is. <laughs> and so, And he's getting into all sorts of hijinks. It's more of just like... Uh, buddy cop. What kind of crazy stuff this dog can get into! I totally forgot that there was a crime in this movie until like the last fifteen <laughs> minutes. Um, <laughs> but I thought it was a I, I thought it was a funny movie. I was laughing yeah. a lot throughout of throughout most of it. Um, there's uh, a lot of montages. Uh, not a lot of like imperative dialogue that you need to hang hang on to every word or anything. So. You can kind of space out while you're watching it, but it's a funny movie. I don't know who it's marketed to at all. I mean, we just went through some of the more risque things in the movie, and I don't know if anybody at Disney really thought about that. Uh, But I'll give it a soft yes. I think it's – I I don't recommend, like, watching it more than once. (laughs) Uh, I just don't think it has that kind of rewatchability, but it's – fun to watch tom hanks just play the part of neurotic guy he when he he does that character so well and yeah him doing this with an animal a very big animal on set uh is like really kind of hilarious to watch so i'll give it a soft yes
1: cool uh josh i have in my notes it's actually my last note Tom Hanks isn't good enough to save this film. Uh, I was watching this and I asked my wife, hey, what are those type of movies called where it's just like an actor kind of alone during the movie a lot? And she was like, a boring movie? It's <laughs> like oof. But like, this isn't this isn't even Tom Hanks' like best movie where he's going solo dolo with like an inanimate object or something well like you got yeah you got Castaway. you have the terminal don't don't,
0: don't say anymore <laughs> please don't name any more movies
1: so anyway <laughs> um i love the the reference to the big r though in this movie uh there's actually a big r around here that i like to shop at a lot in dunlap indiana they actually call it Stock and Field of Elkhart It's nice now. in there. Yeah, it's really cool. But um, ultimately, I'm giving this movie a yes, Brett. It's got just enough character <laughs> development with Turner and Hooch. Uh, ah, it's just... You, you got me on the heartstrings, Brett, because it's just a little quirky. And I don't like dogs, and I don't like dogs in slow motion. But this is the softest of soft yes. All
0: right, cool. I didn't mean... I wasn't like trying to be... A di- I- You'll understand why I stopped you. I think everyone kind of gets it now. Say no more, uh, fam. Anyway, (laughs) uh,
3: Stevie? Oh, man. I've been thinking about this one for hours now. Jeez, this is going to be like the razor-thinnest, softest, yes, I can possibly give. Like, too much anxiety? No, it's just a thin movie. And I don't feel like there's, like, a high amount of rewatchability to it. Um, But I really enjoy watching Tom Hanks on screen for some odd reason. I think he is just the dude. Uh, So... Got that juice. He's got it, man. He's whisking eggs and shit. Got Uh, that juice. A lot
2: of juice in this movie.
3: (laughs) Unloading dogs and unloading other things on the vet. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to say... Like like Josh said, this has just enough, and I do think the dog Hooch, I think his name is Beasley in real life. Yep, um, was adorable. That dog seems adorable, and just actually, it's a really good actor. And I think for a lot of productions, working with animals is hell. Brett, did you read anything? If Beasley was in any trouble on set? No, they actually had. I think uh, Pappy probably looked it up too. I think they had
0: three other, they had two other dogs but he was no he was he was good he was fun uh he wasn't like an actor either like they bought him and they tra- a guy trained him for the movie so oh breakout role, Jeez.
2: Wow. yeah
3: yeah so i'm gonna say softest softest of yeses but uh it's a good watch i just kind of wish they would have done the ending a bit different
0: yeah cool pat well
4: first of all i'd like to commend brett for picking a very borderline uh movie we've all given brett a lot of shit for his all yeses and i thought he responded to that criticism really well and picked a movie that i'm ultimately going to give his first no to uh (laughs) it's just i i found that this is like the most average movie i've ever seen in in my life and the premise plays more like like a television show like a cable television show like a cop (laughs) and a dog who go around solving crimes like i guess it was made into a television show that that totally flopped but it's not a good enough movie to earn the emotional ending that it's trying to get to and i and like so I think Stevie spoiled it on our last movie. Kiss, kiss, came, bang, bang. That hooch dies. So I was like dreading it, and like I <laughs> cried. And I cry at like every movie now. But like I wasn't even close to tears. I was just like, I can't believe they're actually doing this. So I feel like if the big emotional beat doesn't hit, that's just enough to kind of tilt it into the no-com. But there are a lot of good things in this movie. I like it's. It's just fun to watch Tom Hanks. He's just an extremely likable guy. But he's not enough to save this movie for me.
0: All right, let it be known to everyone that uh, Pappy is vindictive and he's doing this to hurt me because, and I quote, it was a very average movie, but I'll give it a yes, end quote, Pappy, quote. Okay, so. (laughs) I rewatched it today
4: and I had a a terrible time doing it.
0: Everyone knows. Everyone knows now. The streak's Uh, over, Cal
4: Ripken. It's done.
0: (laughs) You're welcome. You're (laughs) through. You
4: finally got your no, yeah.
0: This is a, uh, I would say, a solid yes for me. I grew up with this movie. Maybe that's the difference. Uh, I've watched it a bunch of times. I think it has rewatchability because, as Mikey said, it's just kind of hilarious to watch Tom Hanks yell. It's like He does such a good job at it. And I always thought the dog was hilarious. Like Everything the dog did was funny and cute. So I won't spend any more time on it, but it's
3: a solid yes for me. So
1: Why do people like Tom Hanks yelling but hate Leonardo
4: DiCaprio yelling? That's a good question.
3: Leo has an aggressive yell, man. Yeah, it's blood curling. Leo, I don't like to listen to it. It's it's off-putting.
2: He looks like he's not afraid to yell at you and then throw a thousand dollars in your face. <laughs> Just get out of his way. <laughs> Tom Hanks will yell at you and then throw a typewriter at you, like gentlemen. All
0: right, so our order for longest to most recent. Uh, is Mikey, Josh, Stevie, and Judas? Um, Whoa, Judas is Papiet. <laughs> That's my name, Papad- <laughs> Papadict Arnold. Um, <laughs> 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 all right, so this is pretty straightforward. Um, you are gonna you are gonna guess a Tom Hanks movie. Um, I, I've I, just to let the crowd know, I have gave him a blank sheet with uh, all the letters of the alphabet that his movies start with and the number of movies that start with that letter. And everyone's going to be getting one pass. So if it comes around to you and you just – you're it's on the tip of your tongue. Oh, you, you can't think of it. You can pass and then you oh, get boy. like an extra round to come back. Except Mikey gets two passes. Oh. If you If you miss one or you don't get one, you're out. Nice. So, uh, Mikey, I guess it's up to you. Do you like to go first? Wait. Quick question. Yeah. How do articles come yeah, into play? Okay, yeah. Two things Two things. Articles do not count as the start of the letter of the movie. Okay. So that's your ths and your as er, ands. And secondly, there are movies that have a number behind them, like. Sp- uh, in a series only count as one. Boo okay. Boo. I just come on guys. We we knew what there was gonna go. It's gonna just it gonna be a waste of a round. So uh Mikey? Boo like to go first?
2: I'm just guessing one. Yeah. Alright. Uh, T, Turner and Hooch? <laughs> yeah.
3: Alright, so Josh is up.
1: T toy story. One through yep. four.
3: Yep. Stevie? Uh, let's go with, uh, can I do a different one? Yeah, do whatever you want. keep doing T? No, do whatever you want. Oh, okay, cool. I'll do, um, C, Cloud Atlas. Yep.
4: F, Forest, Forest Gump. This is the last one I got. Wait. P, Philadelphia.
3: Yep. Josh?
1: Uh, P, Polar Express.
3: Ah, oh, I was yep. gonna use that one. Nice. <laughs> Stevie? Uh, B, for Big? Pat? Uh, saving.
4: Saving Private Ryan. Mikey? Um, G, The
1: Green Mile. Oh, that's good. Yep. A, Apollo 13.
3: Nice. steve Uh, This is the worst movie I ever saw in theaters. Uh, I'll go see C, The Circle. Yeah, I was waiting for it.
1: Spoilers movie. <sighs> I didn't know he was in that. What does he do in that?
3: You don't want to know. This is
1: Steve Jobs. He's, he's Steve Jobs.
4: <laughs> don't want to know.
1: He's Steve Jobs.
4: <laughs> I'll stick with see uh, the first spoilers movie, the preview episode Castaway. Ah, uh, Mikey. Oh boy.
2: Um. Oh boy.
1: Pass. Oof! Early. Yeah, I know. I can't think of anything. I mentioned this during the pod, and it's when you yelled at me. T, terminal.
0: Yeah, I, I'm sorry. i sorry. I, again, I'm sorry for yelling. I just figured it would be bad if you kept going. Right, we've been I friends. I was going to go on a run, so thanks, Brad. We've
1: been friends for so long. I would never break up with you like Eric Clapton would with Cream. <laughs>
0: Great.
3: <laughs> well, I appreciate that. <laughs> so natural. <laughs> Stevie, you're up. Let's see. Let's go with Tom Hanks Got His Groove Back. L for Larry Crown.
4: Nice. Uh, another spoilers movie? I think this is all the spoilers movies. Another Brett pick. R. Road to Perdition. Yep.
0: Back at you, Mikey.
4: Mm, uh, you got some... Take, you mean,
0: take your time. You got some time. Just don't go crazy. Uh, well,
2: see... We only... Watch funny Tom Hanks movies. I don't watch any <laughs> of his serious. Oh, uh, this is the middle-aged Tom Hanks trying to get over a divorce. Movies. There's a and lot of funny a lot movies.
0: A lot of funny movies in here. Still. Stop with uh, the clues. I root for Mikey.
2: I I know. I, I I'm so bad at naming movies.
0: Um, I, I told Brittany that. I said Mikey's gonna be bad at this.
2: Uh. I don't even know. Yeah, I, I, I'm sorry. I gotta bow out. You got another, I'm you got another pass. You got another pass. And... Oh, okay. I'll, I'll pass again. Because
3: you get the advantage. Do we get any misses or just passes?
0: No, you don't get any misses. You, you have to use your pass wisely.
2: Oh.
0: One miss and you're out. You guys all running low? I'm passing. Okay. <laughs> Josh? Uh,
1: for some reason, when Mikey was talking there, uh, catch me if you can.
3: Nice. <gasps> Popped in there. <gasps> ah,
1: damn it. So C, catch me if you can.
4: Stevie?
3: Uh, let's go with C. Uh, Charlie Wilson's Wah.
4: Yep. Ooh, nice. Uh, I think this would be an L for A League of Their Own.
0: Yep. Hilarious Hanks movie.
4: This is going to be the end of Mikey, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know. any of, uh, Larry
2: Crown? Was he in that?
0: I already said it. Yeah, he said it. Uh yeah, I don't have anything. You're going to be really mad when I read off some of these at the end. But, okay, Mikey's out.
3: Josh?
1: Stevie already said big, right? Yeah. Yep. I hate cinema.
3: You <laughs> do have a pass, right, Josh? <laughs> yeah, I'll
1: use the pass.
3: Stevie? I can't remember if this is a Coen movie or not, but I remember not liking it as a kid. This is The Lady Killers. It is the Cohen Milk movie that was definitely a
0: bomb by them, I believe. It was terrible. A movie they wrote, Bridge of Spies.
1: B. Yep. What did you just say? They did wrote. They write
0: that? Yeah, they wrote Bridge oh, of Spies. Yeah. Nice. Did they really? Yeah. That's impressive. Uh, Josh. Mm, B. Band of Brothers. That's not.
3: These are. Does that count?
0: These are theater movies, by the way. Uh, that wasn't one of your clauses. Okay, well I'm giving you a a, a break then. These are theater. Everything is theater movies.
1: Band of Brothers, the movie.
0: <laughs> Great guess. <laughs> All right, Josh, you out then? Yep,
3: yeah, Josh out. Stevie, uh, let's go with a movie that uh, really sets the tone for lovemaking. Let's go with uh, Sleepless in Seattle. Oh. Classic.
4: Let's go with the other one just like that. You've got mail.
3: Yes! Classic. is it both of those?
0: Yeah, he's a star both a man. And they're both Meg Ryan vehicles. Dude, this is
2: his middle-aged white woman turn. <laughs> he had a big
1: run of movies that was big with divorced white women. I thought one of those had uh, the guy from Mad About You in it.
3: Paul Reiser? No. Stevie,
1: <laughs> pretty much the same uh, guy. That's Castaway.
3: Let's go with future spoilers movie. Uh, Joe versus the volcano. I kept nice. waiting for you. Oh, I just do do thought of one.
1: another one.
3: Uh,
4: I'll go with a movie that I saw in theaters with my cousin <laughs> Adam. Uh, D the Da Vinci Code. Ah.
3: Yep, Stevie, this is a battle. Uh, after the Da Vinci Code, there was Angels and Demons. Yep. <laughs> So uh, why couldn't
1: we go Toy Story one through
4: four?
3: Because they're different titles. I'd made I'd made the distinction.
4: Once uh, uh, Craig T. Nelson was defeated, uh, Tom Hanks said, "I'm the captain now, uh, Captain Phillips."
3: Yep, <laughs> Stevie. Uh, future spoilers movie Splash. <laughs> yep. More like bags. Uh, we were
4: talking about this director right before the <laughs> podcast, uh, Clint Eastwood's Sully. Yep. Stick around till after the episode for bonus content. Oh,
0: nice. <laughs> Always. Fuck. Um, you do have a pass, but Pappy's
3: rolling right now. I don't know if I... I know he is. I don't understand. <coughs> Let's go with P. This movie sucked. Oh, let's go with The Post. Yep.
4: Oh, fuck. Good one. How current is this list? Does a beautiful. Every movie,
0: every movie that's ever been released by him right now, as of right now. <laughs> a
4: beautiful day in the neighborhood.
0: Got it.
3: Uh, let's go with the movie that. Should not have been nominated for Best Picture. <coughs> you just said the post. Extremely loud and incredibly close.
0: Yeah, I heard that movie it was a train wreck. Like it could have been cool, but it wasn't.
3: How was that nominated?
1: It's a good book.
0: It came out the same year Ugh. as Hugo, and they're very similar. And Hugo was a lot better. Hmm. Pat. Pass. There's still some gettable. Passed. There's still some gettable ones, but we're getting into the dicey territory.
4: I
3: passed. Okay. Whew. This was like my one to win. I've been like holding on to it. Um, B, Bachelor Party. Yep. Whew.
4: I'm tapping. I don't have any more. Can
1: I give you one, Brett? I yes. have one
3: left, and that's the third Angels and Demons Da Vinci <laughs> bullshit. I don't know what that's called. Yeah. It's called Inferno. Inferno. last one.
0: Yeah, go ahead, Josh. Yeah. First of all, everyone, congrats to Stevie for winning trivia. Stevie. But Josh,
3: good job. That was fun, nail Go ahead,
0: it. Josh. I wanted to shout out to
1: CJ Schaefer, and Nick. Carell. Yes, I
0: can't believe you didn't do the CJ Classic, the Burbs, the Burbs. <laughs> okay, so what we have left, what we have left is the Bonfire, the Vanities, the Burbs. Uh he has he's in cars. I've never seen it, but like he's like the woody car. He's in cars? Did no one say the green mile? No one Mikey said Mikey did. Uh, I said yeah. I did green mile. Um Dragnet, every time we say goodbye, I never heard of it. Elvis has left the building. Never the, heard of it. The great Buck Howard. Never heard of it. He knows you're alone. A hologram for the king, never heard of either one of those. Ithaca Inferno. Uh the man with one red shoe, the money pit, which is funny. Oh, Money Pit. Mark damn Felt, it. nothing in common, never heard of it. Punchline, and he's uncredited in the movie Radio Flyer. What? He's the guy, at the, he's the old guy at the beginning telling the story. I've never seen it, but yeah. Saving Mr. Banks. Oh, yeah. Oh, damn it. The Simpsons movie.
1: Never seen it. Oh, it's but funny. Saving Private, wait, Band of Brothers doesn't count, but Simpson movie <laughs>
0: counts. He's,
3: yeah, it's a it, movie. It, it's a movie. <laughs> it's a movie that thing you
0: do and volunteers and that's it so we are going that to that works yeah oh yeah that's Plus pretty yeah, impressive the producing the from earth to the moon was is really 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 awesome if you like space at all uh, so we're going to uh, kick it to spoiler man while uh, we wait for Stevie to come up with this next movie
1: Spoiler Man here. Our email is podcast spoilers at gmail.com. Twitter is at spoilers underscore pod. Our Instagram is podcast spoilers. It's lit. Josh Hensley from the Rutabaga wrote our theme song.
0: All right, and we're back. Thank you, Spoiler Man. Uh,
3: We are going to kick it to Stevie. Um, this is (coughs) just a movie I love. And I feel like no one saw it. And it's just genius. I think we're going to have a lot of fun talking about uh, talking about it. We're going to do 2014's uh, starring Ethan Hawke, Predestination.
0: Predestination? What about the Fast and the Furious? Sorry, off? dude. Sorry. <laughs> Ethan Hawke did Boyhood and Predestination in 2014? Boyhood took 12 years to make, though, so...
3: Yeah, so I guess he probably didn't have a lot to do in 2014. No, this is predestination's one of my comfort films, and I think it'd be a blast to talk about it. Cool. Friday. All right, well, the uh, comfort film. <laughs> yeah, dude.
4: With Ethan Hawke. and brutal gore.
3: Like, does comfort film mean different things to other people? I just think of it as like a movie I can put on as background noise and not think much about it.
2: Yeah. Any movie I have to stare at Ethan Hawke's ugly mug is not a comfort <laughs> film for
3: me.
0: <laughs> wow looks like a ferret
3: y'all haters
0: okay so uh one the streak is over uh I guess I could kind of get start get a little more funky free I'm gonna start doing I'm gonna do the Godfather and Glorious Bastards I'm gonna start doing classics now but uh (laughs) uh rest in peace rest in peace to Beasley and uh thanks he's dead Well, the movie was made in 1889
2: come on man
0: Oh, you want him to be to a 40-year-old dog just laying down like that old dog and family guy?
1: You'd look like the Night King. <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 Alright, thanks everyone for uh, joining us, and uh, we'll see you
3: soon. Actually, probably like the mountain in Season 8.
0: tried to give i wanted to give mikey an advantage but like (laughs) this like scream. i i try uh, this these trivia scream stevie and pappy and i but i love trivia like this so much so i'm sorry he
3: got me on uh what's his name harrison ford (laughs) yeah i
4: like i I, could what i kept thinking of didn't get picked and then i didn't have i feel like Pappy Pappy was rolling
0: Pappy was rolling and then Stevie took one of his picks and like Pappy was never the same after that. Yeah,
4: that makes it tough.
0: <laughs> if, like, if you're saving onto one and that gets taken and you've been thinking of that movie for like three straight minutes, that can really jack you up. Yep. Alright, so when we come back, you want me just to tell her that we're gonna watch the collection or... <laughs> oh, <laughs> dude. God. <laughs> Are you ready, Stevie? <sighs>
3: Yeah, but I'll pick my own movie. I'm joking, dude. Alright. What studio produced Richard Jewell? I don't know. They're getting sued.
0: Yeah, they're not going to win that one.
1: Getting
2: sued? what?
0: The Warner Brothers. They're getting sued by the Atlanta paper that they take shots at because they were terrible and they deserve to be had shots taken
3: at. That that story may be sick, man. Well, I mean, isn't it the journalists? I mean, aren't they saying that the journalists slept with an FBI agent to get information?
4: Yeah,
0: an ex-FBI agent.
4: I just don't understand why include that if it's not true. Why
3: include that if it's not when true? The whole point but the nobody movie, knows if it's
4: true or not. But the whole point of the movie is, like, media shouldn't Slander people, it's isn't that sland- <laughs>
0: they, they, well? That's not, nobody knows that. For the, sure, they, well, right. Well, the
4: whole no one knew that Richard Jewell was the bomber or not, and that was the whole point of the story.
2: No, was.
0: what I'm saying because is Clint we Eastwood don't know. Is a
2: crazy old man.
0: I'm saying Eastwood. They did, did like. A lot of research, so that's like pretty much all he said. Don't equate the two. I get your point, but don't equate the two. I'm not, but I also heard that it was literally like two lines of dialogue in the movie, so it seems like they could just
4: have cut it pretty easily.
0: I just hate like when people do what I call like the Catherine Heigl thing, where they get paid by somebody and then they spend time bad mouthing it, like the knocked up. That's what Olivia. That's what Olivia Wilde has done. Like she makes the movie, she takes the paycheck. And then she, like, kind of rips on.
3: I don't know. Whatever. Hey, well, Josh. Wouldn't you do that to save your future jobs, Brett? Like, if you, you were getting back in and stuff, like, left and right, if you're getting backlash left and right, wouldn't you be start saying, like, I just, hey, my bad? <laughs> I, just can't, I just can't
0: imagine Olivia Wilde didn't expect this signing on to do this movie. So I think that's on her a little bit.
3: Also, like, why not make up a character if you're going to go that route instead of using the actual person's name? She,
4: she said that her interpretation of it was that she and John Hamm were like already fucking and in a relationship of casually having sex, and that it wasn't a quid, it was not a quid pro quo for
0: it was just the like, it was like pillow talk or something.
4: Yeah, but I but apparently that's not the way the editing in the film makes it seem. So maybe if she was misled, I don't know. I could see being upset. I don't. It doesn't. matter.
2: Why does this always happen with his movies? <laughs> There's always something with Clint Eastwood's movies. Like
4: the American Sniper, this stuff.
2: Yeah. Josh, you, get,
4: you were close to ready, Josh? So stupid. I haven't heard Josh speak.